Welcome to Fit Food Junkies, addicted to health. My name is Emily E, and I'm a certified group fitness instructor and personal trainer. We will not only talk about fitness and nutrition, but also explore how to build a strong mindset, have ultimate motivation, and how to live life to its fullest. Let's start on our health and fitness journey together. Welcome back, guys, and happy new year. What better way to kick off the new year than chatting today with Angela Gargano, four-time ninja warrior, three-time cover girl, and pull-up expert. From gymnast to biochemist, from fitness competitor to American Ninja Warrior, from one ACL tear to another. She is a celebrity fitness personality, a great friend of mine, and founder of the Pull-Up Revolution and Warrior Strong Methods. She helps clients utilize their inner strength to tone and rejuvenate their bodies and minds. Now today, to kick off your new year, Angela's gonna help us kick off ours as well as we talk all things moderation through fitness and nutrition. One thing I admire so much about Angela is she is so fit in body and mind, but she doesn't restrict herself. And she focuses on moderation and just living life to its fullest, but with just such happiness and ease while making almost fitness like it never has to feel like a chore and she just focuses on living life through nutrition through fitness to be her best self feel her best self we talk about mindset tips that you can do for the new year what her favorite foods are how she looks at her plate of foods without counting calories without weighing herself and she says she's never felt or really looked better ever at her healthiest by doing such simple tips and tricks that we're going to talk about today. What does this girl not do? So I am so excited to welcome the one and only Angela Gargano. How are you? Thanks so much for having me. And I'm so happy that I got to meet you. Yes, we definitely had a great connection and just connected very much. I feel like energy wise on so many levels when we hung out in Austin. I I love it. The main aspect and the foundation that you focus on in all forms of your life is that strong feels good. You've created almost this whole revolution behind women and about strength and confidence. And I just think that's so inspiring. So I'd love to just hear where that comes from. Yeah. I mean, I think what's, you know, strong feels good, man. I mean, that, that saying that phrase, that's what my company is called right now. It is so powerful because I feel like for so many of us, for so many women, especially it's always been about looks and how you look and getting the perfect bikini body. And, you know, for me, I did fitness competitions for a while. So it was all about having the abs and all stuff like that. But that when we'll get right into what we were saying before, when before this was that those abs, they're not going to make you happy. Those things are not going to make you happy, but what does and can make you be happy and feel really good is working on getting stronger, stronger, not only physically stronger, mentally, if we shift our perspective, those things, right. You start to look good because you start to feel good about yourself, no matter like where you're at in your journey. And I really created it because for me doing the fitness competitions for a while, again, it was all about that all the time. I was started obsessed over how I looked. And then after the competitions, you know, realizing that whatever my end goal was for the show wasn't sustainable at all, was not. Um, and then you start to feel really down about it. I used to call it like post-show blues. We used to have post-show blues where you honestly, to anybody else, you look perfectly fine, but to yourself, you look in the mirror, you're like, oh, where's my tight abs from me starving for like a full week and stuff like that. And I want that back. 
and realizing that again, that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily matter. So I shifted my perspective when I started doing training for Ninja Warrior into, I just want to get stronger because the looks didn't matter there, right? It's, can you get through the obstacle? It doesn't matter what you look like. Can you get through it? And can you finish it? Started focusing on just getting stronger, just focusing on doing really cool things with my body. And I look just as good as I did during the fitness competition without obsessing over it, without going crazy dieting and stuff like that. So I really did want to create this revolution, especially for women and showing that there's a different way to look at these things um, so that you can feel really good. The whole point of living life is to eat good food, to feel really great and to enjoy your life, not to be miserable all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, I love, I love that you said that so much in the fitness industry you get into, and it's easy to become obsessed with exercise and obsessed with nutrition. And I've been there. I saw this quote when you look back in your life and it's kind of like the wasted years, the wasted moments in your life where you were obsessing, where you could have been enjoying the food the workouts, you know? So what, what do you think was the aspect that changed your mindset, changed the person, your perspective? Was it fitness competitions? I think that it was like, so the fitness competitions during the time, you don't really again know that you're in that phase, but yeah, I did wish that I went back and enjoyed it more, enjoyed the process, enjoyed the, during fitness competitions, it wasn't just about your body, right? I, I tried my best to meet amazing people, really be present with them um, this idea of being able to, for me, it was about like, a, like I did the competitions where I was like flipping around on the stage. Like I wanted to flip and do gymnastics and see what my body can do. Um, so I feel like it was, yeah. I mean, I, I don't exactly know what exactly made me shift. I think it was just when I got on Ninja Warrior and I was just like getting on obstacles and I was like, wow, I look really good, but like, I wasn't feeling that strong. Like I wasn't mm. some of the stuff. Um, and then I like kind of got, yeah, I guess I want to call it obsessed again, obsessed with like being able to do the, the, the one thing that when I hopped in there, I couldn't do. I remember them telling me to hang on a ledge. It was a, called a cliffhanger. It's you hang on with your fingers. And I remember thinking like, I got this, like I was a gymnast, I can do it. And I couldn't do it. And being like, all right, I'm going to come in every single day and just work on getting stronger in that aspect. And then the, how good I felt when I finally was able to come back a few months later while I was working on this consistently and be able to get through that entire thing. Um, so yeah, I feel like it really, shifted with, um, being able to do, I want to say it's so funny. I, I don't know if I can curse on here, but being doing You're good, <laughs> yeah, doing cool shit. I tell people it's like, all right, cool. I can do some cool shit instead. Again, obsessing over, you know, weight and stuff like that. Did you feel your body change after you stopped obsessing? Yes. For the better, so much better. I mean, uh, stress levels like way down. Cause it, it causes a lot of stress. Like your mindset, like if you're, if you're obsessing over it, it causes a lot of stress in your body. And then you actually like hold on to more. Sometimes you'll see like weird things happening to your body. Um, mm -hmm. or you'll start to feel, I was getting vertigo for a little while. So I would stand, I would sit down and stand up and I would feel like dizzy, like that all went away because instead of again, depriving myself and just focusing on, you know, what I'm looking like, I was eating the food that I need to eat to give me the energy that I, so that I could do the really cool skills that I want to do, um, for Ninja. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, so my goal is always to inspire women to that. One of the things that I'm really big on, and you know, this is teaching females pull-ups. Um, and the main reason is really because of that, right. They're having a, they're having a goal that has nothing to do with weight has nothing to do with itself. And then yet the people at the end of my course, have, you know, lost inches in their body and toned up and they feel good. How cool is that? And they didn't even think about that. All they were thinking about is like, I'm going to work on the skill of getting a pull-up. So, um, yeah, I think like just changing again, that perspective and is, is, is huge.
your pull-up challenges, your pull-up programs, how can people get into that? Because especially for the new year, because I have to, (laughs) I, she inspires so many women. And again, it's not just the fact of, okay, I could do a pull-up, but the feeling of actually being able to do one is so inspiring. And it feels like you've just conquered something, especially as a female. And like what you said too, you're going to see so many changes in your body too. It's a full body kind of thing and your mindset. What you just said there too, it, it definitely translates into all aspects of your life. If you can get that pull up, that seemingly impossible goal, think about all the seemingly impossible goals that you can achieve that are not pull-ups in life in general. Um, there's a few different ways. You, there's all different types of ways uh, you can do stuff with the pull-up. If you want to do the coaching program, which is the one I always suggest people to do, um, I run those once a quarter. <laughs> um, so we'll be running one again, probably like towards the end-ish of January. So you actually can go on, on my site. It's actually called pulluprevolution.com. You can literally go on there um, and all the stuff is on there um, for how you can do the coaching. I always suggest people do the coaching. Yes, you can get the programs and do them on your own time, whatever. When you do it with the coaching and you do it, we do it with a group and we inspire each other. It's a ton Mm. of women. We meet every Sunday. We check in on you. There's also modules on like mindset. Cause again, it's not just about the pull-up. There's so much more involved with it. Right. Um, I feel like that is the best way for you to do it. Again, you can do it on your own. I have the program and all the programming that you can grab and you can purchase, but I always feel like the coaching is a better way to do it because you do the coaching and then you can, I give you the program so you can do it again on your own time if you want to, but going through it the first time with a group of people to inspire and keep you going. Cause it's going to be a roller coaster ride, just like anything in life. Again, this is why I love the pull-up so much. It's literally a translation to your life, right? Anything that you're doing, any goal that you're trying to get to, it's not going to be a linear progress. It's not just going to be straight up. It's going to be up. It's going to be down. It's going to be going up in that trajectory, but you're going to be having those ups and downs. So having support from people and reminding you that like, Hey, it's okay. Maybe today your pulp wasn't your, 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 your training, you're doing this, the, the drills that maybe they weren't as good as they were yesterday, but we're still, we're still showing up. We're still getting there. Um, and I think that's the the main thing with it. Show up, you know, show up and, uh, you can get it done, but yeah, you can go to pulluprevolution.com or message me whenever on Instagram. Um, I'm going to be doing pull-up audits soon too. So keep an eye out for that. Oh, cool. I actually have people send me in their pull-up um, via video on Instagram. And then I will do a full audit um, walking through where you're at right now and what drills you can do in order to help you get to the next level. Um, Cause yeah, it's a great, just such a great thing to work on. I love it. That's awesome. Honestly, the days where I'll do that the next day my abs are so sore. And it's, I think sometimes people forget like, no, you don't have to just do crunches to work your abs. Anytime you engage it, especially in a pull-up, for example, you're going to see that core shred. Pull-up is your, is your back, it's your core and it's your glutes. It's the whole body. You get to work the entire thing. Yeah. During, and during the program, we do everything right. So like we split the days up. So you have enough rest time. We do legs. Like you need to do legs to do your pull-up. It's crazy. Like you wouldn't think that, but like you do. Yeah, no, you wouldn't at all. Really revolutionary of how many people you're inspiring through this program. Cause again, it's not just pull-up, it's a mindset game changer. So new year, definitely check out our programs. There's so much about mindset and the new year and consistency that I want to go into. But first I have to touch up upon nutrition and we just talked about it too, but I can't interview you with asking you what you eat too, because you said you've really transformed your mindset and had this whole shift in having a strict diet and maybe weighing yourself and, and then going into this fitness competition world to actually looking at food more as fuel nutrition wise, 
how do you think that's changed for you? And what do you recommend to your clients in order for them to have a healthy relationship with food, both mentally and physically? Yeah, I think that's huge. That's a big thing right now. I feel like people have such unhealthy relationships with food. And normally, again, normally people are actually not eating enough. So every client that comes to me, I'm normally looking at their, they send me in their food sheets for my program. And I'm, I'm always like, you know, I know it's going to sound crazy, but like, you're not eating enough. <laughs> and that scares people. The more food scares the heck out of people. Cause you always think that you got to work out more and eat less, but a lot of times it's opposite. You actually need to work out less and more strategically, and you actually need to eat more. And it sounds a little backwards, but like, that's actually what really does work. So first off is like one, I think being open-minded to changing whatever you're doing right now, if it's not working for you, you have to make a change, right? So you do the same thing over and over again. That's, that's the definition of insanity. It's what people say, or whatever that quote, whoever that quote is from is so, so true. So being open to making some changes that are going to be a little uncomfortable and uncomfortable changes, you know, we, my friend and I also were talking about this today, uncomfortable changes often lead to the growth, the growth that you want so that you can make the changes to feel good about food and see the changes in your body. So number one, always, I tell people to do is don't go so crazy on whatever it is that you're doing. Don't be changing every single thing in your life. Cause it is going to be stressful. If you're going to try and change every piece of your aspect of your day for food, it is not going to be sustainable and it's not going to work. It's just, it's going to be too much. You want to do something that you can actually feel good about. And that doesn't feel so stressful. So I kind of do the whole idea of, in a way, um, if you've ever read atomic habits, it's kind of like habit stacking. I'm almost at the end of it right now. Right. Yeah. 30 pages left. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like have it's habit stacking, but for food, right? So First thing I always tell people to do is write out all their food for three days that they've been eating. What is it? Just write it out. Don't change anything. Just write it out. Okay. Take a look at it. You'll probably be able to tell one thing for yourself right there that you need to change, right? One thing you probably already know it. You can see it again. And maybe there's nothing again. Most of the time I see a lot of blank spaces on the sheets that I give people making sure we, I always like to start to make it a little bit easier for people. I tell people to start with their breakfast. And if you don't eat breakfast, maybe that's, maybe that's your lunch. Cause again, totally. Some people are just better off. They just don't like to eat breakfast. That's not good or bad. Just so anyone knows that on here right now. That's depending on you, right? Me, I need to eat or I'm crazy. So like I eat in the morning. So let's say, for example, you do eat in the morning, right? Looking at your plate, looking down at it and seeing that you have protein, you need protein and understanding why you need your protein. Why do you need that? You need that for your muscles, especially if you're working out, right? You need that protein that is going to help to build up those muscles. Cause when you work out, you create little micro tears in your body, right? So you want to make sure in your muscles. So you want to make sure that you're feeding, basically feeding that. I know it's probably not the right way to say it, but basically you're feeding that so that it can heal up and then create muscle and that muscle burns fat, blah, blah, blah. blah. So you want that. So protein, making sure that you have the protein on the plate. So looking down protein can be so many different things. It could be chicken. It could be Turkey. It could be a steak. It could be, if you're, um, you know, a vegan or vegetarian, it could be like tofu and whatever, whatever that may be for you. Right. Then looking down again, do you have vegetables on your plate plate? Cause you need fiber, you need fiber. You need the vitamins, you need all that stuff. So again, I like to tell you it, people like this, because this is going to help you understand why you were eating what you're eating. This is not just going to be you guessing and putting numbers and macros and what it's let's understand why, why do you need mm-hmm. that? Why is this going to make your life better so that you feel better? So you need fiber because at the end of the day, y'all, everyone needs to poop. <laughs> you got to. So you need the fiber. I know it's so awkward to say, but it's so true. So you need fiber, right? You should make sure you have fiber. So I always tell people to try and go like bright green if they can, colorful, 
Um, the, all those colors that you're seeing, they're beautiful, but they also have a lot of nutrients and vitamins in that are super important. Number three, you need to have carbs. I know. I know people are like, why I take my carbs out? No, you need the carbs, the carbs, and especially need, and I hate calling them good and bad carbs, but you know, whatever, like, cause nothing's good or bad. You can still have other, this is just making sure that you're getting again, what your body needs to give you energy. You want to have carbs. Like, um, I can't do sweet potatoes anymore, but like, for example, sweet potatoes, I think I'm um, addicted to carotene in it. I think my hands are literally orange. I eat uh, so many sweet potatoes. <laughs> I eat so many during the, during the, um, fitness comp prep. So I'm like, so over it. So I do have, I have different types of carbs, but there's so many other things out there. I'm just giving you an example. Um, so what's good about that is that's going to stay in your body a lot longer when you eat it, right? That, that energy, it's going to hold, it's going to digest a lot slower. So you're going to have longer sustained energy throughout your day. That's the whole point of having it right. If you had something like a pizza and something like that, and we're not saying that's bad. I'm not saying you can't have pizza at some point because you, you got to enjoy it. Come on. I'm Italian. You got to have pizza at some point, but just saying when you do eat pizza, right. Think about how you feel. Sometimes you eat it and you're tired, like pretty much like an hour later, you're like done. Like you want sustained energy. So make sure you have those, um, those carbs, good fats, good fats are super, super important things like avocado, those oils that you put on there, that's going to help you with energy. That's also going to help you absorb a lot of the vitamins, sometimes we actually can't absorb some of the vitamins in our food because we actually need that oil to help us absorb it. It's all science. Also like former note, but I was a biochemist. So like, I'm not just making this shit up. Um, so, um, but again, I said all that stuff, right now, you might understand what needs to be on your plate and why you're eating what you're eating instead of it being, I'm going to eat chicken. I'm going to take out all my carbs and I'm just going to have asparagus and I can't eat anything. And da, da, da. that's not, that's awful. That's awful. No, <laughs> no. And then that leads to binging. Yes, absolutely. If you are eating less, there's going to be a time where you just go nuts. You're just like, you know what? Screw it. I want to eat all the ice cream and whatever. Like if you just, again, make sure that you are eating what your body needs. And then if you have like a cookie every single day, cause you love cookies and you need those cookies, that is way better for you than you cutting it all out. And then one day just going nuts about it. Cause then yeah. it's not even just like, nothing's going to happen to you the next day after you've done the binge, honestly, but you're going to feel like shit. You're going to be emotionally, it's like a whole emotional like cycle. So oh, we yeah. don't want you to feel like that. And the world created great food, like cookies and pizza for us to enjoy them. We still need to have them. But I think what's so important is just, again, knowing that you're getting all those elements that I said, if you're noticing on, on your, when you write your food out that something is missing in there. And that's mm. why, that's why you're tired. Right. So maybe you yeah. need to add some of those things in and you add one, you change one thing. That's it. Mm. And you make sure that you change that one thing for an entire, like two to two to three weeks before you change something else. Cause that's going to be, yeah. well, that's, that's how you're actually going to be able to make the changes to be healthier and to feel good. Cause again, the whole point of all of this is to feel good. <laughs> I, okay. I love that you just said that. Cause you made this like a holistic fashion, like this all encompassing holistic fashion where write it down visually. Okay. Whoa. I'm not getting any protein or like, I'm not getting carbs. And what's really interesting is everyone's different. Okay. And this may sound crazy to a lot of people, but I noticed that when I actually eat more carbs, I actually feel better. And I end up losing weight and feel stronger because for me, carbs settle really well with myself and my digestion. And I'm able to fuel my workouts better and feel more satisfied. You know, some people say higher fat to each his own, but 
that's just what works for me. And I think there's so many people that fear carbs. And a lot of times that is leading to binging and that is leading to people to not have a holistic and just a moderate diet. Really love that picture that you just painted for us. And I also going off of that, do you track your calories? Do you track your macros and do you weigh yourself? No. <laughs> You're like, uh, no. <laughs> my program. So like, again, I do the pull program. And then after that, we have a program called strong feels good. That's like for people who after, after the pull program, people are always like, we want to keep working with you. What do we do? So I made uh, strong feels good. Um, I don't allow them to track their macros and I don't allow them to weigh themselves ever. Wow. Like we just don't why, allow. why do you not allow them to do that? Because this, it's the same thing. It says super unrelationship, uh, uh, unhealthy relationship with your body, with food, everything like that. So weighing yourself, right? That can become super obsessive. And the scale does not tell you anything that's going on. It really doesn't, right? You could go on the scale at the same time and three times throughout the day and your weight is different because of hormones, because of water, because of all that stuff. So instead of how I like people to measure their progress is by pictures. You can definitely see a lot of differences in your pictures. Um, at the beginning of the end of the month. And we also do strength testing, um, as well, but yeah, the, the scale just doesn't, I just, people get so obsessed and they get so down on themselves. They're like, they're like, Oh my God, I feel stronger. I'm feeling better. But the scale says da 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 da. So they somehow like leads them to this wave of like, um, they're still not happy. And I'm like, but you just told me that you feel better, right. That you feel tight and toner. So why does right. that <laughs> Like, right. But I get it. Cause and it's no one's fault except for like the media's because that's literally what every program is. Lose 10 pounds, lose five pounds, lose 20 pounds. It's like the only way people think they can measure it. So again, let's shift it all and change it and be like, no, we're not doing that. So I'm just not a fan. So we don't do that. Um, counting macros. Okay. I, I want to say this because it could be good or bad for people. I think again, it could lead to an unhealthy relationship with food because you're obsessing over the numbers if you do it with the right way, maybe you have like the right mindset for it. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's good because you can get a picture of what these things are supposed to look like on your, on your plate. Right. So sometimes it could be good. I personally just go with a visual look at uh, uh, things and I make these small changes and yeah. that's actually what works better for me. But again, you got to figure out what works better for you. Right. Yeah. If you felt like you've had disordered eating before, don't ever measure your stuff. Like that's mm -hmm. going to cause even, even more of an obsession and stuff like that. You don't want to do that. Right. You want to figure out what's going to work for you so that you feel good. Um, but yeah, I check out the scale and it's, it's hard for people when I tell them, Nope, no scale. I don't want to see it. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. <laughs> no, it's so true. I mean, I've seen so many before and after pictures where women will write their before and after weights and they weigh more, but look better. And yeah, yeah, muscle weighs more than fat. You can go into so many nitty gritty parts of it, but there's nothing like the feeling of feeling good and feeling strong. And that's what I always coach in my classes too. When I teach, I ne you will never say, you know, work out to earn this donut or oh, work yeah. out to get your six pack. Like I always focus on mindset and how you feel and feeling strong and confident because shedding weight or looking good comes with it after. But number one, I think is to feel good and strong and confident in your mind. Cause then you're able to shed the weight as you shed that mental barrier or whatever it is that's blocking you from doing so. Absolutely. And again, it's, I love that there's more and more instructors and, uh, personal trainers also like that I'm seeing that are having adapting to this mindset for people. And I'm so happy. There's also the other sense where their people are not, um, right. So, right. Like if we can just continue to spread the word 
about these things and help others to change again their perspective on it. It's a big thing because you're going to see, especially in the new year, every year, you're going to see all the stuff out there. You're going to see, get your perfect bikini body, get six pack abs, lose 20 pounds in two weeks. First of all, if you all these, if you, if you've been seeing all those things on, on Instagram with the red flags, those are all red flags run, run far away from that or the <laughs> or whatever the hell it is. It's just like, no, um, let's, let's not do that. Instead is the process that we were talking about going to take you a little bit longer. Yes. It's a yeah. hundred percent going to take longer, but it's, it's sustainable and it will last long-term is a difference. Last long-term. So you're not going to see instantaneous like success in, uh, like a week and be like, I, I, you know, I leaned out and everything happened right now. No, but you're going to have that more energy. You're going to start to understand it better. And yes, it's going to last longer. And those that is, that's the stuff that makes a difference. Like we were just talking about before with consistency, right? Life is really about consistency. What do you want? Do you want to get your pull-up? Do you want to, you know, work on a goal with a, a job that you have? Do you want to, you know, grow your social media, whatever that is really, it all comes down to, can you be consistent on it? Hmm. It's not like, let's do it all right now. Like, oof, all in it's, it's not going to work like that. Um, that all or nothing um, mentality. It does. It doesn't work at the end of the day. And again, this goes with so many different things. You need to change your habits. It's kind of like. So uh, we actually talked about this the other day because I was talking to my account, and it's kind of like with it's money and uh, food. So food, right? You go on a crash diet, doesn't last, right? After that, you normally gain all the weight back. Okay. Same thing with money, right? You're trying to maybe like pay off your debt, right? you pay it off all at once, but you don't change any of your habits to how you're managing money, you are never, you're going to go back right back into debt again. It's the same exact thing. This is in every aspect of your life. So it's super important to notice that. That is such a great analogy. And I want to touch up on consistency, but before I do, I have to ask you while we're on the nutrition topic, what do you have for desserts? Cause I have the biggest sweet tooth in the world and I'm sure so many other listeners do too. Can you just give us a couple desserts that check off your green checks? So oh my so God. I mean, again, I love, I love my, so pumpkin muffins in October. I just love pumpkin muffins. I don't know what it is about it. Maybe it's cause I was always craving them during fitness comps season, that area, pumpkin muffins. I love chocolate. So my friends and I just made these like gluten-free brownies the other day. They were so good. Like just me and those mini drumsticks. I'm obsessed with those from it's Trader that, Joe's. No, they're not. They're just like, they're, they're, they're the drumsticks. Oh, just, okay. Like, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're smaller. Cause you're supposed to like, it's kind of supposed to be like better because like they're smaller and it's not going to attempt you to eat a whole thing, but you just want to be eating more of the small ones. But the little piece at the bottom of those drumstick cones, is like this big chunk of chocolate at the bottom. Mm, like love that stuff. And you know, it just sounds like you don't restrict yourself. You have developed such a healthy relationship with food, especially after going through so many competitions where there was so much pressure and it, and you have like a 10 pack. And I realized though, that when I ate that muffin that I was so stressed about eating the next day, nothing happened to my body. Mm. It was fine. Cause I, cause I, when I stopped depriving myself of it and saying to myself, Oh, like I can have that if I want to, I don't, I don't want it as You're often. Like, eh. like I'm wanting it all the time and I'm craving it. It's like, Oh, but if I want to have it a couple of times a week, cause I have it. Yeah. Then I'm going to have it. Um, mm. it's so crazy. It's such a mind, it's a mind game. It, it really, it really is. And thank you for saying that because I think, you know, myself included, it's easy to struggle with that. So it is really inspiring having that come from you. We talked about consistency. Also check out, she was just in, featured in women's health. Also. 
and you talk about consistency, you talk about so many things that we just touched upon too. So going into the new year, we're going to talk about more consistency, but you also just posted such an inspiring post on your feed today. And you said the tough times are where you grow. And I think so many times people are afraid to get outside of their comfort zone. And I know that sounds cheesy, but they are. People are afraid. And that's where you're going to grow in the mind and the body. And you, the video is so cool. But season 10, right? In um, Ninja Warriors, you tore your ACL and you have the coolest, like the sickest, most motivating video where you are doing pull-ups, where you have your giant like leg brace, (laughs) your whole leg brace, and you are still working out like a champion that you are. And it's just so inspiring. And you're, you're learning and growing and you're feeling uncomfortable and you're just always continuously open for that challenge and ready for it. Even though you could have easily said, all right, I was on Ninja Warrior you know, check that off the bucket list and you kept going. So I would love to know how people can tap into that idea of facing discomfort for the new year to grow. Yeah. I mean, it's such a tough thing. I want to remind everyone because there's so many people, someone actually posted it. Reason I wrote that someone messaged me on, I did the question box on Instagram the other day. And someone was like, how do you get like out of a depression? Like I'm depressed and I can't get out of it. Like, what do I do? Especially after Um, this year. I mean, this year, both years, I mean, it's still just like a constant cycle of things again. So like, number one, it's like for that, especially like we got to figure out what's in our control, right? Half the stuff going on in the world is not fully in our control. So we can only control like what we do personally. I know it's easier said than done. All the stuff I'm going to say is easier said than done. What I've noticed over and over and over again, which I talked to, um, I've had the same therapist now for two years. It's pretty cool. She's like seen me grow through like a lot of this stuff. And the other day I was telling her, I was having a hard time with something. And she was like, She's like, you know, I want to remind you what happens every single time that you are having a hard time. She's like, I'm like, I don't know. She's like, she's like something great comes out of it. Right. She's like, you learn, right. You grow. So remind yourself of that. So when you're in a moment right now, wherever that moment is right now, and you're feeling like down, right. Maybe you did hurt yourself. Like I did right on the show. Maybe you got fired from your job. Maybe you got it broken up with whatever that may be right now. You need to feel it, whatever that feeling is. Don't try and avoid it and not feel it. Feel it, feel that hurt, feel what you need to feel, right? But step back and say, what did I learn from this? How can I become better as myself? Because again, you might be able to not control what the other stuff was, right? I couldn't control that, like that I tore my ACL, but I could control what I did now, right? That's exactly what I had to shift with. But that video I made, I was in an awful place. I was still feeling very much like, why me? Why me? Why me? Like why this happened to me? I worked so hard. I was so stressed out because I was owning, I own this gym and on the outside, everyone's like, oh, she's crushing it. And the inside, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to make this rent. I don't know how I like got open this gym and bought all this equipment and what I'm going to do. So, um, all those situations you're forced, you're almost like forced into it. How can I grow? You're the force into like, how can I grow? Or you're going to sit there and you're going to do nothing about it. And like, no, we're not meant to do that. We're survivors as humans, right? We're going to figure it out. Um, so I think just like really sitting down, how can I grow from these situations? If you're in a situation right now, knowing that there's going to be up now, it's going to go back up. Okay. There's a reason that you are where you are today. If I did not have that situation happen to me with my knee, I would not be where I am right now today. It just would not be. So it's hard to remember that when you're in it and you're stuck and you're not feeling good about it, but that's why it's always good to look back on that. Look back on something else that happened to your life and where what happened from it. Maybe again, maybe it was a breakup. I think breakups are a great 
transformative time in people's lives, right? I remember being in college and dating somebody and thinking that's the person I'm going to marry all something like that. And all this crazy stuff happened. And I was so upset. And I look back on it now and I'm like, thank goodness it didn't work out. Like I had so much more to give and I had so much more to see in this world, right? So go back in a situation they've already had and revisit it and be like, what did I learn from that? Oh, cool. Wherever I'm at right now, I'm going to learn from this as well. And the things that you might want to do right in life, if you're really trying to push the envelope and you really want to do something, it is going to be hard. You might see some of these people on Instagram and think it's instantaneous success. You maybe didn't see the years and years and years of them crying or things happening and things not going right. You just see the, the win. You just see the good like moment on there. So like a reminder that as well, when you're sitting there kind of being paralyzed as to like, I don't know if I can do this. It's like, yes, you can. It's just going to take time. It's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy, but you're going to grow. Um, each time that things get hard, that is where you grow. If it came easy, it, it, you're not going to learn. And it's not going to be, it's not going to be as fun also. Right. If you just got things handed to you, that's not that fun. Right. You got to oh, go no. the hard stuff. You got to work for it. And then after you were triumphant in season 11 and season 13 and Ninja Warrior, so inspiring, seriously, to see that. And you even said you feel like the underdog in so many ways and you kind of let that fuel you, right? It's like fuel to the fire when someone doubts you. What do you think your top three mindset tips are, whether it's for consistency or to just drive into that feeling of discomfort for this coming year? Ooh, mindset tips. That's a good one. <laughs> or um, things you practice every day, even that's going to strengthen. Yeah, your I think that's really, I think that's really important. So I have a very, uh, not strict, because I don't want to call it strict anymore, but it's like, I have a daily routine that I always do. Um, number one, um, mindset routine, always come back to gratitude. It sounds all like woo woo, whatever it is. It's literally scientifically proven that when you start to think about gratitude, um, it changes the way your brain works and how you're feeling and stuff like that. So coming back to gratitude, especially when you are feeling super down, what are you grateful for? And you can either write them down on a piece of paper or like there's some times where I just say it out loud. I legitimately just say it out loud. It wasn't walking around my house. I'm grateful for this today. I'm grateful for that. And especially do this when you're feeling very ungrateful and you're feeling mm. like down and blah, whatever. So gratitude goes a really, really long way. Um, number two, um, uh, mindset tip. So yeah, definitely go back to gratitude always. Um, Number two, I would say definitely making sure that you, I mean, there, it's very accessible right now to get a therapist or to speak to somebody. Don't be scared to ever do that. I actually started seeing a therapist when I was feeling great. I was like, nope, I'm going to like, I know I'm feeling good right now, but I'm going to get a therapist. They're more accessible than you think. Um, I can't also advocate for that enough too. Yeah. I mean, you can get one for like 30 bucks. I know it sounds like you're probably like, no, it's not. It's more expensive than that. It's not like they're making it a lot more accessible because mental health is a big issue in this world right now. Um, so I would definitely say get one because you're going to want somebody around you that can have an unbiased opinion and listen to you judgment-free. I mean, there's, you might have great friends that you can do this with as well, but they might have, again, maybe a biased opinion, or you might be scared. They're going to judge you for some of the things you might be thinking. And a therapist will never do that. She will listen to you. She'll analyze it. And just like mine has go back on maybe some past things that, um, maybe, you know, you haven't seen that you've grown in and stuff like that. So I said, number two, like definitely, if you can get, go get a therapist again, very accessible for you to get, um, one nowadays, there's even ones on your phone. You can grab now, um, and text them instead or whatever. So there's lots of, um, things there. Um, and then last mindset tip, um, 
I think making sure that you know that um, like you're, you can feel like whatever you need to feel, like don't feel, I feel like sometimes we feel guilty for feeling sad or down, or we are hard on ourselves for that. You need to feel it, but you don't want to get stuck there. And I had a, a, a mentor who told me that once, feel it, feel it, don't get stuck there. Okay. Um, and what that means is that, yeah, you take the take, take the couple of days and cry and watch, you know, romantic movies and eat ice cream and whatever you got to <laughs> do. Right. But then after that, take a second and then get up and just take one little step to, to whatever the, the next thing is that you want to do. So I think that those mindset tips definitely help me a lot. Um, and to come back to it, I think I have one more actually, uh, that's been yeah. this year and that's been the breathing. I've been doing meditating and breath work. Um, why I love that about that is I think people have a misconception that it needs to be, you completely shut off your brain or whatever. It's not that it's just taking a couple of seconds to just breathe and be present. Um, and that will calm you down and it also makes you more productive. So, um, mm. a productivity hack as well is to sit down and just breathe. Uh, it's so simple, but yet so powerful. Yep. I love that so much two things to point out. You said to feel, I think so many times people, they forget to sense and to feel anything that they're going through and feel emotion. They're scared to do that. And that could be another part of discovering and and kind of going into that face of discomfort. And a lot of people then fall into binge eating, disordered eating, drugs, alcohol, whatever it may be, kind of going a little bit outside your normal ways of doing things and kind of fall in the crack. So I think that really is important to feel and to say like, it's okay, I'm sad today. I don't need to be 100% every single day. So just to dive into that. And then the other part is gratitude. I think a good piece to just pinpoint from that too, is that it's really important to be grateful for, you could say family, you could say your dog, you can say nature, whatever it is, little things you're grateful for. But I think people forget to have gratitude for yourself. And, you know, after a hard workout, it's like you show up, you left. Why don't you say, thank you body? Like, thank you body. I'm so grateful for you for working so hard today. So I think that's a big piece that people really forget about is to think, have gratitude for themselves. Absolutely. It always turns into like, I feel like the gratitude always turns into like things too. Like it's always turns into like, I'm, you know, I'm grateful for this thing or that thing. And it's like, yeah, like what about being grateful for yourself? Yeah. Or also catching yourself for like what you're writing for with being grateful um, for and stuff like that. Cause um, I do feel like sometimes, and this is just like from a past experience too, that like, yes, be grateful for yourself. Um, but yeah, also have appreciation for the people around you. Um, because I feel like sometimes people like don't appreciate maybe some of the people or things they might have in front of yeah. them, um, that they're just like, not like, for, for example, I can say for my mom, right. It's like, sometimes your mom is like super annoying, but it's like, she's the one who's always messaging me. Hey, just wanted to check in. Like, you know what I mean? That's those little things. Just, just being really grateful to have something like that. I, I love that so much. And I want to ask you kind of what's next for you this new year. You've accomplished so much this year. You started in a Super Bowl commercial, painted a Ninja Warrior. You had so many deals with Under Armour. You're on the cover of Oxygen. I'm like, whoa, should I keep going? You were working with Fit and you signed with an amazing agency. I met you. (laughs) I just, what's next for you? I mean, you're so accomplished, yet you keep on setting these goals for themselves and it just doesn't stop here. What are some of your goals and how are you setting them for this coming year? 
it's so wild because like I was thinking about the other day when I got the cover, it was great, but I was also kind of like, I found myself being in the like, what now? Cause that was like, a, that was a dream of mine since 2015. So you wow. see the cover this year, like that's since 2015, I've been working to get that. Like wow. I've been manifesting, working hard, you know, talking to people. So I was almost like, shit, like I got it now. Now what? And it's like, instead of like really enjoying the process. So like, I mean, I enjoy the process, but again, I found myself sitting there like, wait, no, Angela, like appreciate this is so cool, whatever. Um, so actually what's really interesting is before this call, you know, I talked about this, my friend and I from Massachusetts, We've been doing this now since that time, since the vision board there. So we've seen each other grow so much. She's like a famous stunt double now, which is super cool. Um, I've seen her grow from that. Um, we sat down and we went over all our goals before this call, actually, because we create vision boards every single year. And I don't say that you necessarily need to make a vision board, but it's really good to sit down and go through the goals. What are the goals? But we went through and I'll just like go through just the list of breaking them down. Because I want you to also understand that like there's so many different avenues for where your goals are. So we went through a couple of things. We wanted, we wrote down, where are you now? Where do you want to be? And how do you get there? Actionable steps. So we go through all those things. Where are you now? Where would you like to be? How do you get there? What's the in-between? Knowing that the in-between is going to be the fun part. That's the part you got to appreciate. Like when you actually get to the goal, great. But like the in-between, that's going to be the fun. That's going to be, that's where you have to appreciate it. Um, so a few different goals I have for me, we started off with family and free time. I want to travel the world as a lot. I want to see things. This world is so beautiful in so many different ways. I have a whole list of things that I want to travel and see and capture that for my audience and show people like these amazing places. Um, I want to make sure that I'm still being really close to my mom. Um, for health goals, um, I want to make sure that uh, I have a couple of crazy goals. And this is going to be the first episode that I say and it's to anybody. Um, but one of the goals is I want to try and beat the pull-up record for females. Uh, oh, right what is it at now? It's a 48. I would like to try and do 50. Um, that's not going to, same thing. Like that sounds like a, I'm going to do it right now goal. That's going to probably take like all year to try and get myself up to 50 pull-ups. Um, but um, yeah, so health goal there. We definitely, I want to do something there. Um, that's and so also cool. um, keeping my boundaries. It's another health, health goal. Cause seriously, I think it's a hard time sometimes for me to keep some of my boundaries. Oh, me um, too. Financial career and business goals. Um, I want to be doing more stuff on camera. That's what I feel like I love doing. I love being on camera. I have all the programs. They're all made. Now it's like, let me put myself out there. I want people to see me. I want to host like a big event on a stage and inspire the hell out of them. Um, so I have a, like a ton of goals with there with like, yeah, YouTubing, podcasting, all stuff like that. Um, and yes, yeah, so we went through like all the different avenues of your life. And I think you should do that well when you, when you set your goals as well, right? It's not just like your career goal. What about mm. other stuff around you, right? What about your family goal, your free time? What about your relationships? What about your health? Like go through a bunch of these different um, parts and try and figure out what you want. But yeah, for me, it's crazy. Yeah, I got the cover. It's great. I, yeah, I just want to do a lot more on camera branding stuff. Maybe that's hosting. Maybe that's something like that. But I finally feel, and this sounds so crazy, like almost like it's been so hard for me to feel ever worthy, even though I've done all these things. I've got my portfolio now. Like I've done all the things. It's great. Now it's time to go through and like use that and be like, Hey, I do have experience and I want to be on camera hosting this thing because I do have that. So using that and being confident mm -hmm. in what I have and the knowledge I have and being able to like bring that now to the world. So that's for my year. And I also, I have a word every year. I don't know if you do that as well. Um, last year was abundance. This year's word is alignment. So everything that I want to do, I want to feel very aligned in with the mm. traveling, with the career, with the people around me, just want that alignment. 
um, which is why I want to move to Texas. <laughs> hey, please come, please come to Austin. My, I, I would be so amazing. My word for next year is balance. And I think, I love that. yeah, I think that's been something I've really been trying to achieve. I love yours as well. And I love that you're this fitness guru, yet you are focusing and your vision boarding so many different aspects of your life because it is all in one. Thank you for sharing that. And I want to ask you my last and final question here at Bifu Junkies. Our motto is addicted to health. So Angela, what are you addicted to? Ooh, what am I addicted to? Oh man, that's tough. <laughs> Give me anything. Um, I, I know this is going to sound probably wild, but I definitely feel like I'm addicted to like some kind of adrenaline. Cause like, I love like kind of putting, pushing my boundary with my body. So like whether that be snowboarding or on Ninja Warrior jumping on something like that. So I feel like I'm addicted to that, like adrenaline, like, like how far can I, how far can I go? <laughs> I'm, I'm an adrenaline junkie as well. I love your addiction. Angela, thank you so much. It was such a true privilege. Please, please move to Austin very soon. And I know you told us how people can find your pull-up programs. How can people find you in other forms? Yeah. So if you want to ever chat with me, um, you can head over to Instagram. I message everyone back. It's Angela underscore Gargano. Again, message me directly on there. And if you're looking for like program stuff and things like that for pull-ups specifically, that's pulluprevolution.com. Um, and then for any other programming, you can find that on my Instagram page. I mean, I have all different things from full body programs to core programs and all, all sorts of things. And all, again, the main goal is to help you feel amazing and really break everything down for you so that you can be successful. But, um, this is such a pleasure and I'm so happy that we got to do this. Me more and strong feels good. So check her out. Yes. <laughs> are we doing it on our Ninja warrior again? Or are we done? I applied this year, but we'll see. I don't All know. Right. I mean, she's done it so many times. So wow. I know I'm kind of like, Oh, I want to, I mean, there's other it's things. so cool. <laughs> it's addicting. Adrenaline junkie. <laughs> I know. I, I like climbing. I mean, I'm not going to say no if they tell me to come on and climb some stuff. So I love it. Angela, thank you. I will see you very soon, girl. See you soon. I love chatting with Angela today, and I hope you took so much amazing insight from our conversation today and are able to implement it into your New Year's resolutions. Last tip I want to say is your New Year's resolutions can seem very overwhelming and it can almost seem like it's going to be hard to reach. So my best, best trick is to think of a small goal each month. Maybe that's going to lead to your overarching large goal at the end of the year, or maybe each month is going to be something different that's going to allow you to reach to a place you want to get to in life. So start small, think big. I'd also like to make a quick shout out to Daily Crunch Snacks. They are the best sprouted nuts. And they are gluten-free and non-GMO sprouted nut snacks, perfect for keto, paleo, and vegan diets. I personally love the turmeric flavor. It's my favorite. Best snack with a little bit of flavor and healthy. Definitely try it, Daily Crunch Snacks. I'd love to introduce Yuza, the world's first ready-to-drink marine collagen tea. They have their passion tea out now, and it is so delicious. I love to have it throughout my workday. It also has green tea in it and collagen, but marine collagen. It's delicious, keeps you going throughout the day, and it's a healthy drink. So check it out at drinkyuza.com. Thank you guys for joining the Fit Food Junkies journey with me.